the Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. You are about to hear the encouraging word with Bishop E.A.T. Saki. Bishop E.A.T. Saki is an assistant to Bishop Dag Hayward Mills and serves as the resident bishop of the Kadesh, the Church on Fire. This word will bring you hope, comfort, encouragement, salvation, and much more. Join Bishop E.A.T. Saki as he ministers the infallible word of God. Every day they pass me by I can see it in their eyes Empty people filled with care And who knows where On they go
rise to our feet. Lift up your Bibles or the gadget you have your Bible on and let's all take our song together. I have a wonderful treasure, the gift of God without measure. We will travel together. My Bible and I. Father, we thank you for this morning. We are grateful for this opportunity you've given us to come to this great place called the church. We are grateful to you for everyone that is here that had the opportunity to be here today. We submit ourselves to you, to your word, to the influence of your spirit. Anoint these lips of clay and anoint our ears that I shall speak and we shall hear. You instruct us through your word and direct us by your spirit. Let your word rule and reign in every heart. Let salvation be revealed. Let your power be made manifest. Let your glory be seen. We thank and we bless you for this day in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Sit on top of your enemies. Squeeze them. Suffocate them. Crush them. Let them feel uncomfortable. Amen. And um, it's a blessing to be in church. I'd like you to kindly turn the Bibles to um, Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. Very short exhortation. And then we move from there. Hmm. <laughs> Luke chapter 5. And it came to pass that as the people praised upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. And now, when he had left speaking, finished speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets. For a drought. And someone answered and said unto him, Master, 
We have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the nets. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their nets break. And their, their nets break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, man, O Lord. For he was astonished. And all that were with him are the drafts of the fishes that were take, they had taken. And so was James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy way. Thank you all for clapping for the word of God. Thank you for clapping. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, I think the clapping makes me feel that we understand the preaching already. It's like the revelation is clear, isn't it? Put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder and shake him and say, Henceforth, you shall catch men. No, shake him and like he, like he really must hear it. Hallelujah. Say, from henceforth, you shall catch men. Please, shake him properly, the shoulder and shake him. From henceforth, you shall catch men. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Capture men. The word called Zogrio. Capture men alive. Can I have an Amen. When you catch fish, the fish stays alive for a while, but it dies. But when you capture men, they will stay alive eternally. You should have shouted, Amen. Amen. That is the difference. You catch fish, they will die after a while. But when you catch men, they will stay alive eternally. It is a blessing, isn't it? But that is, and for all of us here today, I can see ourselves ready with our nets. <laughs> the nets are ready. Your outboard motor is just fuel in your outboard motor. Amen. Ready to launch into the deep. I said we are launching into the deep. Amen. Going deeper, deeper, deeper. Hallelujah. And we are going to capture men. Yeah. Amen. Capture them alive by the grace of God. Hallelujah. But anyway, in this short passage, very interesting. These guys have been fishing for some time and they didn't have anything. They have gone before they set off. I'm sure they all had financial problems, they all had expectations. They're going to catch and to be happy birthday. Clap your hands for our lady, Pastor Antibi, the insurer pastor, very anointed lady pastor. Amen. Anyway, so they all had expectations. They all had ambitions. It's good to have expectation. Amen. It's good to have a goal, an aim. Don't walk aimlessly in life. 
Amen. Don't walk, just you get up and you go. When you get up, you still going now. When it's night, then you come and sleep. <laughs> no aim, no ambition, no goal. You just live. You live. One of my roommates in university, when we cook and we all eat and we put the rest of the food in the fridge, when I wake up in the morning, the food, they, they had gone to eat the rest of the food. Still, that he, was, he didn't know how to cook. So I don't who was the main cook. Hey, who said? Hey. I'm a bishop. I don't lie. <laughs> All my stories are true. So I used to cook, but he, he would get up and eat the food. Every, I, I said, why? He said, oh, if, uh, what about if Jesus comes in the night? The food will be spoiled. So that's why he ate the food, so that when Jesus comes, at least the food has been put to use. <laughs> he will live every day, like tomorrow, tomorrow it will be okay, everything will be fine. As much as he had a point, it's also not wise to eat all your salary in one day, hoping that tomorrow something, a miracle will happen. What a shock. But these guys had an aim. They intended to... Um, fish and then maybe uh, Peter was going to maybe Peter's wife had a, had a baby or something they are planning for the outdoor rain so he was going fishing and when he catch some fish he would sell them and bring the money and um, maybe John was a young boy maybe John was going to have his engagement so you are giving a whole list six pieces of cloth earring bodice sorry brazier <laughs> headgear sewing machine and all these type of things. And he was hoping that he'd go and catch some fish and sell and buy suitcase and buy all these things that he was supposed to. But unfortunately, things didn't work the way they expected. Life doesn't go the way we expect all the time. But Jesus is still Lord. Somebody shall shout it, Amen. He is still Lord. Even when life takes a different turn, He is still on His throne. In the year that King Uzziah died, as I said, I saw the Lord sitting on his throne. Nothing changes God. Nothing moves God out of his place. Somebody shall shout it, Amen. Everybody, you too, happy birthday. It was yesterday. In case you get offended, I didn't wish you happy birthday. Anyway, but that's how life is, isn't it? All right. Why? Lepers Rosemary. I, I hear yours was also Friday, Lepers Rosemary. You too, happy birthday. Mine was also February. Me too, happy birthday. Abba. Now that we are going back and back and back. Hey. Good. What's, yours was last year, July. You too, happy birthday. Wish your neighbor happy birthday. Asamasa. Asamasa. That's all. Everybody has a birthday. Anyway, let's carry on with the word of God. I'm just very, very, very short. Really short. And then we'll be closing soon. Abeku, welcome to church. Although you've come late. <laughs> Good. So, the Bible tells us they went a fishing the whole night and they caught nothing. Do you know that there are people who own shops? They can go to the shop and nobody will buy even one, one gravel. Yeah. Even one piece, one gravel, gravel, one, one piece of uh, stone. Nobody coming. It's a very difficult thing. I'm telling you, to do business, to try and then like things are not working out. The Bible says that 
Nobody, nothing worked out for them that particular day. There are days that are real, real hard days. There are days that are difficult days. There are days when things are, you are almost at rock bottom. Zero. Ground zero. Nothing is working. It's part of life. Those days come. Am I talking to anybody here? I said those days, they come. When it's like nothing at all appears to be working. But that's the, the day that you don't have it. That's the day that they cut off your, your, your credit gets finished. And then the water is also not running. And they get a call that your mother is not well. <laughs> hey, I know things, I tell you. They as if they all plan to attack you at the same time. Difficulties charge at you. So here are these guys who had gone fishing and then they didn't catch anything. At the back, if you can hear me, give me a wave at the back, at the back. Now, those of you towards the back who are waving me, tell the one sitting by you that, listen, the man is preaching. Don't disturb me with your, with your any, anything, okay? I want you to hear the word. Tell your neighbor, don't disturb me. Uh-huh. Very good. Know what's up. Very good. Now, watch me very carefully. Listen to me very carefully. So, the Bible says that they have left their nets. When Jesus go to the scene, I see Jesus walking to you in the midst of your situation. He came in at a time when these guys were disappointed. He came into their situation at a time when things haven't worked out at all. He came to the scene. He woke in at a time when there was so much frustration, so much disappointment, and, 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 and they, they, they were discouraged. That is when Jesus came. And then when Jesus came, he approached them. He approached Peter. The Bible says, look at the scripture. The Bible says that, and he saw two ships. Someone said two. Now, the Bible mentions two for a reason. Because there's no way in the Bible that is there accidentally. The Bible could have said there were were many ships or there was a ship. But let's say he saw two ships. Standing by the lake. And the fishermen had gone out, out of it. And they were washing their nets. Now you can you imagine, you didn't catch any fish. And your net is also dirty. One person said that their nets were torn. So they were mending. Both mending and washing them. After it didn't, didn't, didn't work out. But the Bible says, he asked Simon, Simon Peter. He entered the ship and he prayed him, he begged him. That he will move and then into the Bible says, step into the boats, one of the boats. Jesus asked Pete Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boats and taught the crowds from there. You didn't catch any fish, but you are still of some use. Amen. Amen. Your original purpose was to be used. To catch fish, but God can change the use. <laughs> if it is something higher than you can imagine, you should have shouted amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm telling you here, sitting here, look, young ladies, hear me carefully. The fact that you don't have a beloved doesn't mean that God cannot use you. <laughs> your main aim in life, your main goal is not that you have to get married. Your main goal must be to please God. 
The good ones are clapping. Those who understand are clapping. Amen. They ask for the mighty to come on. By the grace of God. What happened to you? Your car broke down. <laughs> you got here anyway. But I'm saying to all of us here, listen, the Bible says, are you, are you looking at the Bible? The Bible says that Jesus told Simon Peter, you have been working the whole night, but I need your boat for something else. The guy was tired. The guy was, was exhausted. The guy was discouraged. The guy was, was disappointed. But Jesus came and said, Peter, you know, Jesus spoke to Peter as if Peter didn't have a need. As if Jesus didn't care about Peter's problem. Because Jesus didn't, if you were, you think that when Jesus came, said, oh, Peter, I didn't get any fish, I have a miracle for you. No, 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 no. Jesus ignored Peter's problem. As if he didn't care about Peter. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. As if Jesus didn't know that the guy didn't have any fish. As if Jesus was not interested in the needs and the problems of Peter. All he told Peter was that, can I use your boats? And the Bible said they two you because if Peter said no, God always has an alternative. Bible mentions two. Because if Peter says, I don't want to give my boats, God will use some other boats. May you never say no when Jesus wants your boats. Hold in the mission and shake him and said, he, the master wants your boats. I mean, shake him until he wakes up from his sleep. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Are you here today? Am I preaching to you today? Listen. So he told him that, look, can I step in your boat, push it a little further into the waters. And so Peter he didn't, didn't complain. He, had, he still had a need. But from Peter's boats, from Peter's stinking, dirty, broken boats, Jesus stood in that boat and blessed them. May your life be a blessing to other people. May God use you to bless other people. May God use you to be a blessing to many lives. Shout your Lord and say amen. How many of you have made mistakes before? How many of you can say that your boat, your boat is a stinking boat? Your boat is a dirty boat. Your boat is a leaking boat. But the master says, I'm going to use it. I'm going to use that boat. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Are you still here? I'm saying your boat may be old. Your boat may be stinking. Your boat may be broken. Your boat may be leaking. But the master says, I'm going to stand in the boat and bless others. May God use your life to bless many lives. I said, may God use your life to bless many lives. What a word. Are you still there? Your mistakes will not prevent God from using you. Your background will not prevent God from using you. Your shortcomings will not prevent God from using you. Even your needs will not prevent God from using you. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. I'm preaching. Are you there? Do you have needs? Do you have needs in your life? I'm talking, do you have any needs in your life? Yeah. Have you made mistakes in your life? Is your boat stinking? Is it your, your, your neighbor doesn't know where you have been before. That is why he's, nine, he's sitting by you coolly. I said, doesn't know what you have done before in your life. But if only he knew you, 
If only he knows your story. Nobody sit on your road. Nobody sit on your road. Listen, tell your neighbor, I'm happy you don't know everything about me. I'm happy. Tell him. I mean, talk to him. You don't know everything about me. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Are you hearing me out there? I'm asking somebody out there. Sometimes a blessing that people don't know all your story. Otherwise, we will never allow you to sing in the choir. You choir is sitting out there. If we knew your real story, there's no way we allow you to climb this stage. Bad boy. <laughs> I'm preaching. Anyway, let's carry on. Jesus said, I still want your boat. I still want this old boat, stinking, dirty, filthy boat. And from the boat, hallelujah, from that boat, Jesus started ministering. He started preaching. And I can see the crowds gathered. As Jesus was preaching and ministering, and they'll get, they'll get up, what a word, preach Jesus. Oh, then they shout, I'm sure that there were miracles even happening right at the beach. I see miracles coming to your life as I'm preaching. The crowds had gathered, and Jesus was standing in Peter's boat. This week, may you offer your boat to the master. May you offer your car to the master. May you offer what you have to the master. May the master use your boat to bless many people. May the master use your voice. May he use your hands. May you use your car. May he use your life to bless many people. Somebody shout amen. Are you still here? I said, are you still here? The master is still looking for boat to stand in. Somebody will be a, you, you'll be a source of blessing. You'll be a channel of blessing. Amen. You'll be the reason why somebody shall be saved. You'll be the reason somebody shall come to church. You'll be the reason somebody's life shall be turned around. May your boat be a blessing to other people. You shall shout the Lord and say, Amen. I hear Jesus saying, Can I have your boats? I hear the master saying, Can you offer me your boats? I hear the master saying, Please, I want something to stand on. I want somebody to use as an instrument of my glory. I can hear the master. I can hear the master. I beg you, may you not be left out. Say, I will not be left out. Come on, say like your voice is yours. Say, I will not be left out. Are you still in church? Oh, it doesn't matter who you are. You may be young, you may be old, you may be married, you may be single, you may be, you may be whatever, you may be poor, you may be rich. But I tell you that if you can offer your boat to the master, he will use it to bless other people. What a word. This is your week. I want you to get off your chair and tell some people, this is your week. This is your week. This is your, this is your week. Tell them this, tell them this is your, move out of your chair and tell them this is your week. Tell them quickly. This is your week. This is your week. This is your week. Tell them. I said seven. Don't do two and sit down. Tell them. The master expects five souls. At least. 
Hallelujah. 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 Can you hear the voice of the master? Can you hear the voice of the master? Can you hear the voice of the master? I said, can you hear the voice of the master? I don't know why those guys are sitting down. Those guys in the middle here. Listen, I'm going to give you another instruction. I want you to move to seven more and tell them that the master wants your boat. 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 Hakato Shataya. Hey! So, the master wants your boat. The master wants your boat. As, move off your head. My, my little Tell them, the master wants your boat. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Are you excited? There's a song that you guys were singing in the tree service. May you juma and be razi.
They didn't know that I didn't catch any fish. They didn't know that I'm not married. They didn't know that I don't have a job. There were no excuses when Jesus asked Peter for the boats. I said there were no excuses. There were no delays. Am I talking to anybody here? Immediately Jesus asked Peter, Peter pushed the boat. If, in fact, you are even lucky that Jesus wants to use your boats. I, sh- I think I should make that point again. I said, you are even lucky. You are even lucky that the master wants to use your dirty boats. Your filthy boats. Your broken boats. Your, your old rickety boats. The master wants to. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Can you imagine your, your old car at the car park that, has, that every week it breaks down. If you see the presence of God, so can you give me a lift from the, my office to my house? Your old rickety car. You, you will be shocked. Does the man know how old this car is? This car that is sitting, it can break down from the office to his house. But the master says, it doesn't matter. When the master takes over the boat, kaya, kaya, kaya. I said, when the master takes over the boat, from that dirty boat, people were blessed. From your life, may people be blessed this week. May life be transformed this week. May many people's life change this week. Shall your Lord and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Sit down, I'm, I'm just ending. Now the Bible says, Auntie Monica, are you here? It's a blessing. The Bible says that Peter didn't delay. There should be no delay. There should be no excuses. Pastor Enoch, there should be no reason that you cannot bring at least five people to church. There should be no excuse. There should be no delay. May you join those who offer their boats to Jesus. And what happened? <laughs> you know, some, a lady was telling me last week that in her office, she has started inviting people to come. And they said that they were coming today, today. And said, no, don't come today, come next week. I said, pray that they don't die. Because if they die, they'll go to hell this week. What will happen? Because he said, oh, no, no, no. If you come today, it will not be counted. So come next week. What a shock. Are you sitting here of God home? Someone else come to church. He said, oh, don't come this day. I said, don't. I said, I, I, I'm invited. I said, don't come today. Come next week. I've not heard so before. You know. But when I also went to a barber shop. And when I went. I talked to some guys, said they will come to you. I said, don't come to the camp this week. Because I, I, I learned from the lady. Because I also want to count the people. To, I, I also, I'm also going to count my souls. If they come today and don't come this week, I've lost. But I'm praying for them that they will not die. Before next week. Say amen, somebody. But anyway, let me just conclude. So the Bible says that this, um, when Jesus, look at it, put that scripture up again. The Bible says that, and he entered the, uh, the ship summons and prayed that he would put it a little further into the water and he taught the people out of the ship your life will be a teaching to many people the way God has turned your life around 
people will learn from your life they will see that god saves they will see god transforms life they will see god heals the sick may your boat be a testimony to others they just took them from the ship now look at this this verse now and when he had finished speaking he said to simon give one of the covenant forms in one of the covenant forms. Bible says that he said to Simon, launch out into the deep. We are going to launch out into the deep. Because somebody said, my, I don't know, I live alone. I live alone in my house. But you are going to launch out into the deep. Amen. You are going to go beyond your house. You are going to go beyond your familiar circle. You are going to go be, to beyond the people that you know. Because we are launching out into the deep. We are going to go to unfamiliar waters. Jesus said, launch out. You know, when he had finished speaking, sometimes it looks like God has forgotten about your story. But as you keep serving, as you keep loving God, as you keep working for God, at the time, Jesus now turns to you. I see the master turning to you. This young man was married for 10 years. Winning souls. Following her people. Working for God. No children. After 10 years, the master said, it's now your turn. I hear the master saying, it is your turn. Come on, say, I receive it. Are you still here? Sometimes it may feel that you, the, the master doesn't care about you. The one that is working for God is the one who ever has problems. You are the one who doesn't have a job. Although you think you come for quarry hazard, you come for all night, you do whatever, but you are the one that looks like nobody cares, the master doesn't care about. But that is a lie. One of these days, the master is saying, It is your turn. Shall your Lord is amen. The story will not be complete. Without your miracle. Say Bishop, say it again. I said the story will not be complete without your miracle. May your miracle make the story beautiful. I said may your miracle make the story beautiful. May your miracle make the story beautiful. Without the story. Without the miracle of Peter. The story would have been different. If the scripture has ended that from them from there after Jesus finished speaking, he left. Which not have been as exciting as it is now, Tony. It's not be as exciting as it is now. But I said, without your miracle, the story is not complete. I see the master turning to somebody here. I said, I see the master turning to somebody here. Shout amen again. Are you there? He said, Peter, it's your turn. It's your turn. Once again, hold your neighbor's shoulder and shake him and say, it's your turn now. It's your turn for your miracle. No, shake him until he falls on the chair. It's your turn for your miracle. It's your turn for a breakthrough. It's your turn for an answer. It's your turn, it's your turn, it's your turn. Hallelujah. Yes. This month of May, before the month of May ends, somebody hearing me here, is going to run to the phone with a testimony before the month of May is completed. Somebody listen to me here. 
shall be dancing with your testimony. Are you here? Before this month of May 8th, somebody running around with a major testimony. Hallelujah. Once again, tell your neighbor, it's your turn, it's your turn, it's your turn. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Jesus told Peter, launch out into the deep. Launch out into the deep. You are going to receive testimony from places where you never thought answers are going to come from. You are going to receive answers. You are going to receive miracles. Say, I believe it. This covenant, eh, apostles, I see divine favor locating you. May divine favor locate you. May divine eyes locate you. Say, I believe it. These covenant forms that we have filled, we have said, Lord, as I bring people to church, this is my need. We are praying over the request. If God is God, if God is God, let us believe Him. Let's take Him at His word. Kato Shabahataya. Are you here today? I said, Are you here today? Jesus told Peter, Launch out into the deep and let down. Your nets, N-E-T-S. Lay down your nets for a catch. Now look at what Peter said. Peter said, Lord, we have worked the whole night. We, have, we didn't catch any fish. Nevertheless, someone said, nevertheless. Now, nevertheless, as thy word, I will let down the net, N-E-T. Jesus said N-E-T-S. Peter said N-E-T. Jesus was using plural. But Peter, although he believed his faith was small, so he led down because every net, if we, when you go fishing, you realize every big net has smaller nets around it. So the thing depends not on that one big net, but it depends on all the other nets combined. Because some fishes run into the smaller nets and they end up in the bigger nets. So Jesus said, Peter, let down the nets. But Peter said that, what are we going to get here? We've tried a whole another nets. So let me let down just the one net. Look at what happened. Look at the problem that came. Because he let down. Look, listen, look at it. Look at the next verse. Go on, go on, go on, go on. The next verse. And they beckoned. Okay, no, the one before. Six. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fish and the net, N-E-T, break. The reason why the net was broken is because he left only one, not a lot. Can I tell you something, friends? Can I tell you somebody here as I conclude? If you allow me alone to do the work, I'll break down. But I need other nets. We all need other nets. So that the net will not break. People are breaking the same of you by center leaders. You are stressing your center pastors. Only the one person following every, everybody. But Jesus said, let down the net, not the net. If you let one person do it, the two will collapse. Churches collapse because a lot depend on only one person. Are you still here? If you let one person do the thing, the thing will not work. In this ministry, 
under the covering of Bishop Dagwood Mills, I can submit to you that it depends on you. It depends on you. It depends on every single person. This is not a church where the work depends on only one person. Because if you do that, the person will die before his time. The Bible says they got so much fish by the next break because it was only one net. I'm telling you. People break down because nobody is helping the work. Nobody is following up anybody. Nobody is inviting and bringing people. And so one person is harassed. One person is tired. One person is dying. The Bible says that and the net break because Peter put in only one. Only one. But bless God for partners. Bless God for partners. And they beckon their partners. Ask your neighbor, who is your partner? May God give you an evangelistic partner. May God give you a prayer partner. May God give you a soul winning partner. Come on, shout your Lord and say amen. Everybody needs a supporter. Need somebody you can lean on. Somebody you can cry upon. Somebody you can call when you are discouraged. May God give you a partner. Not just a marital partner. But somebody you can trust. Somebody can, you can share your issues with. Somebody you can talk to in this church. May God give you somebody you can trust and be your supporter. Ask your neighbor, who is your partner in church? Some of you, you get up and crying all the time. Because you don't have anybody to talk to. How can you be in church like this? You have issues, you don't talk to anybody. I may not be able to give you money, but I can pray with you. Your pastor may not be able to, but he can support and speak to you the word of God. You need somebody you can trust. What a way. You know something? I'm not out of way. I'm only out of time. <laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you there? Do you have a partner? Do you have a friend in church? Somebody who can, you can call in the night and your phone call is not a disturbance. Because some people, it's a disturbance. But others, you can call them and you can cry and they can cry with you. May God give you a partner. A standby. A supporter. A helper in life. Everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs somebody. Because without these guys, Although they had fish, they would have drowned and everything would have gone. But when they break on their partners, they came by. When you call your neighbor, may he respond. I said, may he respond. May, your, may he not be too busy for you. Shout amen. Bible says that, and they came. And they also filled their boats with so much fish. And the boats almost, the two boats were almost sinking. And they read that this man is Lord. You are about to receive a Boats, net, net breaking, boat sinking miracle. Say, Bishop, say it again. This month of May, you shall receive a net breaking and boat sinking miracle. I said, This month of May, can you believe it, my sister? Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Can you believe it? You are going to receive a net breaking, boat sinking miracle. Give the Lord a shout. 
it will happen. It will happen. He's a God of covenant. We say, Lord, we have covenanted. We don't know how it's going to work out. We have labored all night without any results. But now, we are believing you for a net-breaking, boat-sinking miracles. Stand to your feet and give the Lord a shout. Come on, give the Lord a shout. Are you here? Can you walk out of your chair one more time? Hug someone and tell him, net breaking, both sinking miracle. It's yours. Hug him, hug him, hug her. Hug him like you believe it. Hug her like you believe it. Net breaking, both sinking. 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 Net breaking. Bone sinking miracle. Neck breaking. Bone sinking miracle. Neck breaking. Bone sinking miracle. I say, have somebody else. Messi, have somebody else and tell him. Neck breaking. Bone sinking. Neck breaking. Bone sinking. Massa, neck breaking. Bone sinking miracle. Neck breaking. Bone sinking miracle. Neck rosemary. Neck breaking. Bone sinking. Come on, have to take. Net breaking, both sinking miracles. Net breaking, both sinking miracles. Yay! 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 Lift your voice and give the Lord a shout. Yes! Hallelujah. Amen. Alright, lift your two hands up right to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Karo Shabahato Sunday. Lift your hands up. Everyone lift your hands up. Say, tell the Lord, this month of May, I'm trusting you for my neck breaking, both sinking miracle. This month of May. Oh, yes, 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 yes. As I, as I, as I give my boat to you, as I hand over my boat to you, that empty boat shall be filled with miracle. That empty boat shall be filled with testimony. Lord, tonight, this, this month of May, lift up everybody, pray, pray today. Lift your two hands to the Lord for just one minute and pray. Pray this morning. Lord, as I, as I give you my boat, may this same boat, may this same boat, may this same boat, May this same boat be filled to capacity. May this same boat be filled to capacity. May this same boat be filled. Lift your hands and talk. Lift your hands and pray. Pray to God. Pray to God. Pray to God. Not a new boat, but the same old boat. Not a new boat, but the same old boat. God gets it. The master stepped in. The master stepped in. It was ready for a catch. Ready for a miracle. Ready for a blessing. Rakato Basiki Bahatus. Malinda Rimo Kafadiri Bahata. Mahadika Abishi. Zubraka Fadiri Bahata. Mahadika Bato Kabadi. Shiva Babanda. Rabahatu. Raki Bahata Kasi.
bow your heads with me. Just bow your heads with me. Wherever you are standing, just bow your heads with me. I want to pray with you here before we close. Before we end this service. Today, some of you are invited by friends. Some of you have been coming to church for a while. This Sunday morning, two things. If you're here right now, you say, Bishop, I'm expecting a net breaking, boat sinking, a record miracle. Something that has never happened before in my life. Lift your two hands where you are. I'm going to pray with you. You're expecting a certain amazing, a miracle that only God can give you. Lift your two hands up high. I'm going to pray for you. Father, we see these hands lifted up. I pray for every hand lifted this morning. Fulfill your good word. You are a covenant-keeping God. You are a covenant-keeping God. You are a covenant-keeping God. Bless your people. Honor your people. Favor them. Do for them what only you, God, can do. The door that I've been closed, I command them opened. I command them opened. I command those doors open. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for every hand lifted. Heal. Restore. Do for them what only you, God, can do. Because when you step in the old boats, yes. miracles happen in the same boats. Yes. Today, yes. may you do miracles. Amen. Fulfill your way. Ask your people purpose oh, yes, to do your will. Yes, Bless them and help them yes, in Lord. Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Now, every head bowed, every eye closed. Wherever you are, close your eyes with me and by your heads. I'm going to pray for you now. If you're here right now, somebody invited you to come to church, but you are not sure you are born again. You don't know whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. Today, the greatest miracle you can receive is a miracle of salvation. The miracle of salvation. If you're here this Sunday morning, you want to say, Bishop, I need the miracle of salvation. I want Jesus to come into my heart. I want to be born again. If you are standing right here in this church, in this service, you are standing here. You want to say, Bishop, I need God in my life. I want to be saved. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. Wonderful. I see so many hands. Lift it higher than your head. Today is a very special day for you. Lift up that right hand. I see your hands. I see your hands all over. Today, the greatest miracle, the miracle of salvation. Father, look at every hand lifted today. Touch them. Save them. Make them brand new people. In the name of Jesus. If your, hands, if your hand is lifted, I ask you to walk from where you are and come to me. Come. Happy day. Happy day. When Jesus was my sins away, He taught me how to watch and pray and live rejoicing every day. Happy day, happy day. 